Hello, and welcome back to Tiny Table Talks. We're here every Thursday on Spotify and YouTube, so be sure to check us out. Last week, the Tiny Table Talks team discussed unpopular opinions. And while we had a lot of opinions to share, our technology wasn't as on par as it is on other weeks. So we ended up having a more of a mini episode rather than a full-blown discussion. This week, we're hoping that the tech gods smile upon us and give us good internet so that we will be able to have a full and smooth discussion about friendship in honor of International Friendship Day. So pull up a chair and join us at the table while we have this discussion. Now, given that we are still taking social distancing measures, we can't be at a table and we have instead opted to record via a Zoom meeting. So here we are now, socially distanced and discussing friendships. My name is Ariana and I'm in the Zoom with four people. Hi. Hi. I'm Mava, and yeah, I'm back for another post- podcast. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Serena. Uh, I'm excited to talk about today's topic. Hello there. Uh, I'm Ben. Tall, sort of out of his mind. I feel like at this point you guys know what you're in store for. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Chloe. <laughs> back in my bathroom for the friendship episode. <laughs> mm. So my first question for today is, who are your main group of friends? Well, you guys, obviously. Oh, that's not that's a nice thing to say, Ben. <laughs> I've never felt so strongly for people that I see on a screen once a week. I see you more than my friend with this weekly meeting and podcast. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> like I, I I truly mean that in a lot of ways because like I yeah like during COVID especially like you guys have very much been uh you guys have very much been like the crew that i've been talking with the most and like actually able to like discuss stuff with you know you see other friends but you can hardly that connection isn't quite there for me yeah it's mainly you guys because uh, i because i'm really bad at keeping in touch with my friends mm-hmm. but you guys i have to talk to you guys almost every day i would say i know how do you do it <laughs> i know right crazy. Um, i don't notice that yeah i'm becoming a little bit crazy too (laughs) cool it's working (laughs) but yeah other because i um so i studied in france like was born and grew up there so i have a couple of friends there but also i have my own like close friends here in toronto and that's it i don't have that many other friends Wait, what? You're from France? I didn't know that. Whoa. You didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was Oh my god. It was that whole <laughs> thing. What was it? Like a like three or three weeks or like a month ago, maybe. That was like sarcasm like, level five. Yeah. I was I no, I'd like I it took me a long time before I realized like, oh actually you're uh you're from France. I that wasn't my first guess. <laughs> he thought that was from China. Oh, no, just I just you. thought you were from Asia. Didn't you, Ben? <laughs> It was the first guess. I probably would have got France on like the, I don't know, fifth or sixth guess. She's a real baguette and the beret. I know. I was gonna <laughs> say, oh where's your baguette? <laughs> where's your twiddly little mustache? <laughs> she has like, oh she brings croissants into work. Yeah. <laughs> and not once in our entire time working together, Mabel, have you said sacre bleu. So who's like, nobody, nobody, nobody says that. Even <laughs> Chloe doesn't say that, I think. Are you Do telling you me know? that cartoons lied to me? It's a really old French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Chloe Mavo, because of like COVID and everything, has it been like harder to kind of communicate with your friends in France right now? Or like, how was it when you even just came here from France? Because I didn't study here and I just like started working right away. It was really hard for me to make friends outside of work. So yeah, so my close friends now, actually there's only one that I met uh, when I was an exchange student in Windsor. But then another close friend, she was my intern, but then we grew closer and now we're good friends. Um, because we, everyone is busy with their own lives, I would say. Um, with my friends in France, sometimes I don't talk to them for like several months, but it's still the same when we start talking again. Yeah, and it must be like, like extra annoying because uh, these days you know like if you have to join in any sort of like live chat with them uh i assume it would have you'd uh, like our time it would have to be somewhere between like what 6 a.m to noon and mm. in COVID times that's like waking up in the middle of the night yeah <laughs> i probably called more my friend um because of covid i think the fact that i'm aboard my friends are used to that because every year usually I do an internship abroad and we don't talk that much like I go and I come back, nothing changed. But this year because of COVID, I used to talk more with them. I think it's the same like for you, like your friends are in the same city, but basically you can just call them and now it's okay. But like during the lockdown, you had to talk with them with uh, maybe you, you you wanted to talk more with them because it was kind of trendy. I don't know. Yeah, well, I assume it would have been, you might have even been a little bit like panicked uh, and like like really interested in calling them right at the beginning because France was a little bit more of an epicenter, uh, like right at the start of COVID. Mm -hmm. So you might want to like check in on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know I definitely, definitely at the beginning stages of the lockdown, there was just like all this, I guess, enthusiasm. Like I think people were more actively trying to keep it up, whereas now it's died down a little bit. Yeah, that's also a pandemic. That's old news. <laughs> like all my friends go back to work, so if they want to call, they have to go out of work, and mm. like it's more difficult before everybody was at home, so it was more easy. Because I had graduated high school last year, I'm still kind of in touch with my high school friends. We all live in the same area. Um, it was actually really difficult maintaining contact like throughout university and then making friends in university was also really difficult. It, it seems like people are just so busy like to get what they need to get done. But yeah, I feel the same because of COVID. Um, we've been talking a lot more, but we during the summers, we always hang out like tons and tons and tons. Um, but we've kind of had to shift like all of that online so it's been the same amount of chaotic though like we're up until like 5 6 a.m texting and calling <laughs> so yeah hang on hang on let me ask you one question first year into uni got a lot of mm -hmm. high school friends still obviously what do you take what's your take on that um classic statement where it's like <laughs> you still have friends from high school uh that's not gonna last too long have fun with it what what do you think? Are you gonna be able to keep your high school friends? Um, actually, I I am that person who's like uh, who is like kind of super pessimistic in my friend group to say like oh this probably isn't gonna last blah 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 because I haven't had friendships that have lasted this long to be honest because we've been in a club together which is what, why longer than a week 
yeah essentially longer than a week like i i'm just not gonna make any friends you guys are the longest friends that i've ever had blah, 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 but you know um but i'm i'm usually the one who's saying that my friends are the ones who's like correcting me and being like no that's not true like you just have to put in effort to be able to like see your friends and be close to your friends like yeah you can grow apart but um because of shared experiences like that's still always going to be there you guys like you know always have that to, so it's not like the friendship is going to disappear yeah it might change but yeah because yeah. you then you're not talking to your high school friend anymore oh well that's yeah that's that's part of the reason why part of the reason i asked is that i've always been really mixed on that uh statement because obviously once high school is done there's it's it's just inevitable you're going to lose contact with at least some people like you know acquaintances or just like really interesting classmates but then of course you have a solid amount of friends uh and you're you really you think right out of graduation it's like we're gonna be friends forever this is fantastic it's like the end of like a cheesy 80s high, uh, high school movie but uh <laughs> but yeah for me personally um i stayed really really close with my high school friends i'd say like first year second year sort of going into third year and then as time moved by a little bit more i mean a few different things happened one is that like due to just the fact that you're exposed to each other a little bit less uh you lose contact with little with little increments with some people and then also um you make new friends in university you make a lot of, you you form a new group at least in some uh phases and for me that that's definitely what happened to me i moved into a house with a couple of, like really close friends from uh, my residence and from a few of my classes uh and we really formed like a, a solid bond we're we're still a pretty good friend group and but the thing is uh a few of my high school friends sort of fell out of the mix but a few of them just very strongly started fitting into that group like one of my best friends from uh high school uh pretty much we all like designated him as like our unofficial like extra roommate at the house because while he didn't live with us uh he would spend i'd say an average of like i don't know like three to four days a week uh coming up and just like sleeping over that for half, half the sleepovers wound up like he was just sleeping on like the floor in my bedroom. So that was, that was just him saying like, I'm all in, man. I'm like, I'm, I want to hang out with you. I want to hang out with all you guys. So it's a really mixed bag. It just, it, mm. all I can say is that like the, the people you're with in your life just constantly evolves. I have um, a question actually for, um, all of you, I think, cause like you guys have gone through like the majority of university, but, or, graduated but have you ever felt like um depending on what you're studying and depending on what your friends are studying do you feel like that has caused like a rift in friendships or not like a rift but like you guys really can't like connect oh yeah because mm -hmm. like you're not in the same classes anymore or like not quite in the same classes not quite in the same classes and just program all together and just life interests that can definitely affect it for sure because then you're complaining about different things the amount of stress and the amount of work or the kinds of work you have are different so then it becomes much easier to connect to people you're in classes with. But then the upside of it is that depending on the people that you do befriend and depending on who you live with, then you can meet people from all kinds of different programs and have like a very um, like diverse like group of friends who know different things and have like different things to contribute and stuff. Yeah, like any friendship is built upon like at least certain like common bonds, you know, like it, you can have people who you like can make laugh, you can have people who uh, you're you're really fans with but if you if you don't have like that movie or that like game or or freaking like an like inside know, joke I, yeah or <laughs> yeah just like that um in fact i always had a statement about like how you know you have become friends with somebody it's very it's two very simple ingredients you guys need to have had you guys need to have at least one inside joke with each other and you need to have shared at least one good memory like with that person 
So you got those two things. You got a friend. No, it's got to be. It's got to be those two. Separate. No, it's it's two different things. Uh, You know, one is about saying a lot of things, like having interesting conversations. The other one is, you know, something happened. You did something. You know. Or it's like, you know, the good memory can't be like, remember that time we came out with that joke about the pandas? Yeah, that was great. No, it's got to be like, remember that time that uh, we went streaking across the football field? Yeah, that was awesome. It's kind of like there's um there was like an Onion article that like just killed me. It was so funny. But it was, um it, I think it was like man tripping doesn't realize that like, you know, his like fall has become like the basis of like a group of teens lifelong friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then it just like breaks down his trip and how it's become like an inside joke to like this group of people and because uh, of it they're like friends for life yeah, oh man uh, that's so interesting have you guys ever seen gravity falls no i've heard of it oh, yeah i've heard oh, of it too oh ariana like you especially like, you're, you're like <laughs> the you're like the reference queen I, anyway no there's this in it there's like this group of high school friends and in one episode like a couple like rough instances sort of break them apart and it's kind of the main character's fault it's this whole thing there's also this love god who like makes people fall in love with each other in a burning balloon that attacks the village it's a long story it's a crazy show it's very funny i recommend it to anyone who has eyes and a brain uh but the funny thing that happens in the end is that you worry like oh no i don't know if we can get this friend group back together they seem really cool but then there's this one guy in the group named thompson and he's um He's just the butt of every single joke in this group. And he's like, I love these guys. They're the only people who talk to me. Like, they, they really care about me. Uh, and then at the end, he does this, like, really ridiculous, silly stunt just to get attention. And pretty much the entire uh, group of friends, like, uh, come back together and laugh and just are like, Thompson's the man. And it made me, like, it had a perfect message. It's like, every, every great friend group has a Thompson. That one random as heck guy who does not have any self-respect and will go out of the way to make an amazing time for everybody else and that and little do people know it's that binding glue to keep people together oh that's pretty wholesome Mm -hmm. now that i think about it i might be the thompson of my like little (laughs) high school friend group actually everyone's got a little thompson in them (laughs) respect your thompson because they can they can disappear in a second they do a very valued civil service an underrated civil service so inside joe good memory and a thompson (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like the thing is like for groups of friends, very, very. Do we check those off? <laughs> all, all three of them. I don't know us. Uh, I yeah. I mean, there's a hundred great memories that occurred on these chats and like in the office. Inside joke. Uh, I did. The, I guess I did the French, uh, the France thing to Mava at the beginning, and Thompson. I mean, obviously, Chloe. <laughs> nice man. Oh man. <laughs> Although Sabrina fills in uh, on occasion, she definitely did uh, with uh, with our last like official meeting call. Oh yes, I I entertain I'll entertain it if you if you bring something up, I will. Like I absorb like chaotic chaotic <laughs> energy. So like if somebody else is a Thompson, I'll absorb that energy. We'll go back and forth. Yeah, I love it's like it. on a rotational basis, basically. Yes, yeah. someone takes the mantle one week, someone else takes the mantle. <laughs> week. Are you so? Are you all people who can frequently make new friends? Like I'm not even saying like close friends, but are you more likely to try to meet new people or make new friends where you go or you're, when you're doing an activity or are you likely to stick to the same group and to your Thompsons and all of that? I think it was going back to like university. I felt like in the beginning, um, like being in a business program, everybody always tells you to network, right? They're always like network, network, network whatever. Like, too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, I feel like I really pushed myself to try to make friends 
um, make a lot of friends like in my first year. And then I realized uh, at the end of all of it, I was like being such a fake version of myself just to try to keep up with everyone because everyone has different interests and I try to like cater to their interests. And then after that, it left me like so exhausted. And I realized like, no, I'm not like the type of person to be able to make friends easily. I'm just trying to keep up with everyone, essentially. Definitely agree. But like, I, I always found that like, oh, if you, if you like throw yourself out there a lot and maybe even be like a little bit of a fake version of yourself, a lot, you learn a lot about what you're not. But every so often you discover like a little like, a uh, little like nugget of yourself that you didn't realize before. You're like, oh, I actually do kind of like this passion. Oh, I do kind of like this like weird show or something like that or this thing my friend likes. It, it's, 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 uh, it can be detrimental, but it's also like a way to explore. That's true. For me, I kind of push myself when I, um, because I said before, that when I go aboard, I try to make new friends. And the fact that to start the conversation is sometimes hard for me, but I try and usually every, everywhere I go, I, I make some friends. Uh, and after I leave the country or thing like that, I still keep in touch with them, but it's not like long lasting, like I text them every day. Mm. For that, I have my friends, my really group of friends. Yeah, like your friend I'm friends. Not, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not good at, with um, like text, texting or saying hi. I'm not good at it. I feel like you have a lot of um, friends in that regard then, because like you travel a lot. Yeah, and if I want to talk with them, I go like during COVID sometimes I was like, uh, hi, how are you doing? Uh, because they are in different countries. So I, I wanted to have like kind of an overview of how mm -hmm. it was going on different countries and uh, it was cool keeping in touch that's that is literally a skill that i need to like work on yeah me too <laughs> like in general yeah you, you got that like big cluster of like facebook uh facebook friends where you're like oh yeah i remember like actually talking with these people like three years ago <laughs> but like my father is the kind of person he have like the he, don't, he doesn't have Facebook, but he have this list with all the birthday of the people and when it's going to be the birthday, he's going to call or send Ooh, a message. It's really good yeah. to keep in touch. But me, I'm not good at calling, so I'm like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for birthdays, I'm either wishing everyone a happy birthday or no one a happy birthday. <laughs> That's how I keep yeah, I it know. even. Yeah, there's one thing I, I always kind of liked is that like whether it's whether you get these like on Facebook or you get messages or anything like that, I always feel like on your birthday, you always get a lot of like great wishes from friends but there's always that like those like one or two people you're like wow i'm surprised you gave me a birthday wish we've spoken like like four times in the last like five years like that's like thank you <laughs> and you wonder if like oh did they just like sort of notice it and throw a quick message or do they actually kind of want to like be a little bit more of your friend than uh, you realized Ooh, what's more shocking someone who you didn't think would ever message you on your birthday reaching out and messaging you or someone you thought you knew really well just going hbd don't send me hbd yeah go on <laughs> put a little bit more energy in those fingers oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always i always have at least the message the like strength to do like happy birthday bro yeah, you know, yeah at least. <laughs> exclamation point happy face the full word oh no that's what yeah. no that's that's safe that's reserved for best friends and given that, like, again, we're talking about birthdays, walls, like social media and stuff like that, what's our, what's our takes and opinions on things like FOMO and like how that kind of goes into friendship? Wait, on what? FOMO. Oh, so FOMO. fear of missing out. Ah. You never heard of FOMO? No. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard oh, of wait. it. But <laughs> like, that's literally like, that could literally be the, you just gave me the new title of my autobiography. 
Because I think in recent years, I feel like it's become such like a cultural thing, especially when you have people like if you're if your friends invite you to something and you can't go, then guaranteed you're still going to see postings of like the upset event. Or I mean, if in a worst case scenario, you're not invited at all. And then you find out because you see the event unfold on social media. I think there is one thing that like I absolutely hated that is avoidable now because of um, COVID, though, is when people make plans in front of you and they don't like reach out to invite you. I'm like, oh. you could really plan like anywhere else, like not <laughs> yeah. like the full plan, like right in front of me, just dishing out all these cool things that you guys, you guys are gonna do. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. Do you oh, ever like man. try to be like, oh, I might be available for that too. Or are you just kind of like, no, I, I don't think I would. I don't think that I feel too comfortable like doing that. But uh, the one way like, I've avoided it with social media is, um, uh I deleted my account like out of nowhere (laughs) and then essentially only the people who um were really close to me added me back and then from then on like anything I was going to do I I did with those group with like that group of friends so uh it definitely reduced like the feeling of FOMO by like a lot I I kind of feel that too where it's uh like I've, I've never deleted my account my account before but uh sometimes I'll host some kind of like event like a party Oh, remember those good old days where you can actually invite people over? Anyway, mm. sorry. Um, so yeah, I'd invite as many people who like I, I truly cared about, and I figured either like I'm already close friends with this with these people, or I want to like put in the extra effort to become better friends with them. Uh, I'll send out ev- uh, invites like way ahead of time, and I'll even like check in with a lot of people beforehand. It's like, hey, are you able to make this? And some will say like no, or some will just not respond. And pretty much. Um, whoever winds up showing up or like goes to like that kind of extent to say like, Oh, I really can't make it tonight. Really sorry. But uh, whatever. Uh, like, sorry about that. Um, then I realized, okay, these are the people who actually like care when I, when I put something together, they care about actually spending time with me and with my other friends. And then the people who pretty much give me no response whatsoever. Uh, when you like clearly are, are when someone is clearly like putting themselves out there for you, like you realize, okay, those are the people who I'm going to try a little bit less with. Not give up on, but try a little bit less. I think the opposite of FOMO probably with social media and all that would probably be more so reconnecting. Do you guys have any instances of reconnecting with someone you haven't talked to in a long time because of social media? I know you guys had, I know a few of you had some reconnecting moments because of COVID, but has there been anything just like overall, like pre-COVID? Oh, I think, honestly, like I was, I, I was ready to like, I, I saw this question. I was ready to say, like, I don't think reconnecting is like very easy on social media. But then I thought a little bit more about it. And honestly, reconnecting is just like actually a really like really just nice thing that happens on social media all the time. And it can come about from like either like like really good um, like backgrounds or like or even kind of like rough backgrounds, like based on how you've initially lost touch with that. There was one uh, instance where I befriended a really good um, I befriended a really cool guy at uh, I went to improv camp uh, a couple of summers during high school. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Not surprised. Uh, <laughs> that sounds so cool. I would want to attend an improv camp. Oh, it did. Oh, honestly, yeah, it's fantastic. It was Second City Improv Camp downtown. Fantastic. Recommended anyone like high school level or lower. Um, yeah, and like every oh, it's one of those. Like, have you guys ever had one of those camps or just like uh, like week-long places where like you somehow become like best friends with like eight new people but then it's just that week it's like one week of intense friendship that's just that just fizzles out immediately after 
that happened every single year at Second City. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hell of a weirdo everywhere except for when I walk into the doors of that improv camp. Right, right in there, I'm the dude. Uh, and then the last, the last year I was there, I made a lot of good friends. There was, uh, one that, uh, there was one guy who like, I was really good friends with. Um, don't know if I should use his real name. So I'm just going to call him Michelangelo. So me and Michelangelo were really good friends. We had a lot in common. We even kind of looked the same. We were both like lanky and tall. And, uh, that was pretty much it. We sort of gave each other, uh, each other's numbers, but then fell out of contact. And I was like, damn it, that sucks. Cause he was really, really cool. And something along the lines of either three or four years go by, um, I'm starting to work on like this little like side project where I'm trying to like design a little like mini company. Uh, and I'm like, oh man, I want to design a logo or something like that. Who do I know is actually good at, at being an artist for a logo? Um, and then I think back to Michelangelo and I was like, oh, this is super cool. Cause it was like, oh, I could like reconnect with this person. Uh, but also like have like a general purpose. Cause it's always really weird trying to reconnect with someone by just going like, Hey, how's it going? It's always nice to like hop in there with like, Hey, do you know anything about this? Cool. Uh, so yeah, we uh, started messaging each other and uh, yeah, from there, like I invited him to a few hangouts. He invited me to a few of his hangouts and in no way are we like best friends now, but like we, he's one of those cool, like you see him like three or four times a year kind of friends. And it just was really cool. It wouldn't have been able to happen if it wasn't for like reconnecting on social media. Uh, do you guys always feel like, um, how to approach like reconnecting because I can never do it so I think a really a weirdly organic way that some reconnections have been happening at least in my personal experience have been like reacting to stories like on Instagram Mm -hmm. for sure either I'll I'll see someone's story that I'm like oh my god this is really funny or oh preach like they're saying something really like meaningful and like Mm -hmm. I will react to it or just like comment or something that usually like it's not even to with the goal of like forging a full reconnection but then that usually like tends to end up happening and I feel like I've reconnected with a handful of people that I was friendly with in high school like we weren't like friend friends but like that's happened a lot of times and then like because of that especially now during COVID where you know a lot of the times you are in the house you're not seeing your usual amount of people yeah I feel like yeah definitely but through stories it's uh, been so much easier to like contact people mm-hmm. um, but I feel like sometimes it definitely does feel like a little bit of a chore just like reconnecting and like trying to stay in touch I know it sounds yeah. so bad to say but especially if you're not close to the people because you have to really like go through everybody's stories and feel like it's the right time and like try to reconnect don't overthink it it's mm-hmm. just like either this person's going to respond and something's gonna like brew out of it or it'll just fizzle out and guess what you'll be in the same place with the person as you were just before you reconnected Honestly, yeah, that's that, a really good way to see that because yeah. I'm really pessimistic, so. Like, I had a friend from high school and we didn't talk, like, for six years now. Just once I met her, hello. And uh, she posted something on her story and I think she, I never saw any story of her. And I just, like, commenting, commented and she started, uh, we started talking and uh, we said that she asked me if we wanted to hang out when I come back. And I, and when I, commented the story at the beginning it was just to say like happy birthday mm-hmm. and uh, at the end it finished by a meeting so you have nothing to lose yeah mm-hmm. like if the person say no like it was not a good um, mm-hmm. a good um, friend or something like that I still feel like social media is a great option to do it but in no way is it like the only way to do it either like there's you yeah. know in a lot of ways if you're really if you have 
maybe a sort of long lost acquaintance or long lost like minor friend. It's always fun to sort of try and uh, reconnect with them on, on social media. But I always feel like if you have a really strong friend, that's when you got to go that extra mile. That's when you got to, you know, really, tr you know, you got to try calling them up. You got to try like going over to wherever they're at and just try and set things up. You got to set up like solid hangouts because they deserve it because they're really like if they're really important to you then you're going to go that extra mile so how have your longer lasting friendships changed from when they first began to now when it comes to long-term relationships it really depends on how on like where you want to draw the line on it like i have friends who like i've been kind of out of touch with in like recent times who like i've known almost my entire life then I have friends who I am still like very rarely, like, like I said, you know, like you see them like two or three times a year who I've also known like almost since the beginning of elementary school. But if you're talking about like really solid, like I still see them all the time. We're still in like constant uh, con uh, conversation. We're like BFFFFFFs kind of thing. Uh, then like it would probably be some people that I've known since like the beginning of high school. So like how is the, how have your friendships with them evolved yeah, to now? Yeah. Uh, well, if you're talking about those guys, um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, I, I can't, I hate to say like, it's always like mixed, but like, yeah, the, the, the reactions always kind of mixed because in a lot of ways, obviously like both of you have changed a lot. Um, but the sort of the reasons you rely on each other, the reasons like you go to each other for advice, the reasons you like find each other funny or entertaining really don't change that much. Like, uh, yeah, like I still like uh, one of my absolute best friends still, who was also like the unofficial roommate kind of dude I was talking about. Uh, like we still have inside jokes with each other that we made in like ninth or tenth grade, and uh, that's still like you know like the the finite like foundation of our of our friendship. Mm -hmm. So I'd say for the most part, like they've they've remained pretty constant. Uh, but of course, then the other aspect of just maintaining like a really long term friendship is that, you know, when a certain aspect of that other person changes or uh, they're like, I don't really love this anymore. I'm not exactly interested in this anymore. You, you got to learn to accept it. You got to learn to uh, almost feed it into uh, your friendship uh, currently. So my core friend group that I like communicate with the most frequently and do the most things with, um, they're all a mixture of like friends that I met in high school and friends that I've been in elementary school. So like one of them I've literally known since we were six years old and I am pretty confident that like we're gonna know each other forever <laughs> like it's been oh my god it's been almost uh, yeah it's been almost 20 years <laughs> of like friendship which is kind of insane and like through that we've had like obviously like varying degrees of closeness depending on like what we were doing like where yeah where we were like we ended up going to the same elementary school high school and university together <laughs> what about middle school oh no we did so the elementary school I went to was like JK to grade eight. So oh. yeah, I never had a never had a true middle school experience. Oh well, you're not missing much. Diary <laughs> yeah, of a Kid paints it pretty damn accurately. That's true. So what about what about the rest of you in regards to any like long lasting friends? Have you had any kind of like friendship evolutions with them? Have things remained the same? I've never had a friend for uh, as long as seven years. <laughs> uh, I've never had a friend. I don't have friends. What are you talking about? They're what? just the voices in my head. I don't know. They keep no. me. My stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, no, but um, I think the longest friendship I have had up till now that I'm like still super close with them that we haven't like uh, lost touch with is probably 
three years. So in compared to your like either seven years or 20 years, it's like very, um, a small amount of time, you know? Very okay, small. but yeah. it can be quality over quantity. Like who knows? That's Obviously true. I think we both, Ben and I both have very good friends, but I'm just saying it doesn't matter how long it is. It just literally matters like what's you've been doing in that time. Yeah, have you got oh have you guys ever had like a friend who like really changed like really like uh like evolved over like a lot of time yes do we yeah. in a bad way oh no 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 yeah. just like just truly like- <laughs> it was like a huge they got huge, into like, like they got into around. a pyramid scheme yeah. and they're just trying to recruit all of <laughs> yeah. you guys and- hey no, sweetie no. it's been a long I'm talking, time <laughs> hey. talking about those people who like maybe like five or six years ago are like were like really like fun and active and like all over the place and then one day they're just in like goth mode or something crazy like that yeah. like like just like all black tattoos that's uh, like the uh that's like the meme the meme with um i think it was like marilyn manson and like a rapper someone who's just like radically different from him but they're they're post for a photo together and the <laughs> and the me was like you know when you're when you and your childhood friend are have like taken different paths but you still like you still <laughs> with each other oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i, I, I like that together a- Part of the reason I thought of that is that I actually, I didn't realize this. I actually have a pretty solid answer for that where I had, where one of my best like childhood friends who I still see pretty often was this like really funny, crazy, like upbeat kid that didn't really stand out too much. It was just kind of wacky, was very much the Thompson in a lot of uh, friend groups I had. Um, And then starting in high school, he went like full blown hippie. I'm serious. Like every, like, like and it's okay to say like even he sort of admits it like every stereotype you can think of he's got the long hair uh he's he's sorry uh he's a huge fan like classic rock rock and roll uh very environmentally conscious he's actually like uh pushed me into like a lot of things before um and uh he is uh he is a very good friend by the names of mary jane if if i might if i might say that (laughs) Oh, and he's like literally in the process of trying to buy an old Volkswagen van. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's, it's like everything jacked cool. off of everything. Literally. Um, I won't I won't name him, but if somehow you're watching this, dude, I love you though still. Like we're still we're still like like our dynamic hasn't changed at all because we're just still both wacky weird dudes. <laughs> I might be the one in my friend group actually um that changes the most. Or like in in most regards, I feel like uh different areas of my life I've just been Mm -hmm. like so different so the next time you guys like contact me like if I you know if I we like all move on from Canada Crepe but get in touch um somehow I might be like a completely different person you guys just gonna be like what you're like a different wig (laughs) a different (laughs) different wig every time eight different colors maybe yeah (laughs) no but I think um people from elementary school would probably think of me as the last person to shave my head so that's something already in in itself Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, so I don't have any high school friends, I would say, because we are all lost in uh, lost touch. Um, but two of my friends that I met in grade six, we still talk. And what I noticed is that we kind of grew up together. Like we, we kind of witnessed our own first um, heartbreak, our own like moving on my own first like job experience and stuff like that so it's like it's like just witnessing with yeah witnessing um just like a little baby evolving or like a little pokemon evolving kind of. <laughs> 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 
head up. Ben's like, <laughs> yeah, no. baby's not realistic enough. Pokemon. <laughs> Ben's like, no. I do not appreciate <laughs> your analogy. At first, at first, that sounded like a coming of age story, like a really beautiful story. Until you mentioned Pokemon, I was like, yeah. oh, love it. I'm really sorry, guys, but I really have to sign off um, right now. Last note I wanted to make on friendship personally is uh, if anyone were to ask me, like, what are the good qualities of a friendship in, in any way, it's very simple, very simple, four words. Friendship is being there. And what that means is if you have someone really important you care about, if you have anyone out there who, like, you want to spend time with, you want to be there, who you feel, like, adds a lot of value to your life, put in the effort to add value into their lives. If they're having some kind of stupid show, go do it. If they have some kind of silly hangout that you think might be lame or kind of awkward, go. If they're having a tough weekend, if like some bad stuff has been going on, invite them out. Be there. Because that is how you build up any strong relationship. By show, because actions always speak louder than words. Is it going to be inconvenient for you? Is it going to be tough for you? Is it going to be a difficult time that's going to inconvenience you? It doesn't matter. Be there. See you later. Bye bye. See you. Good bye. luck. Bye. My most long-lasting friendship relation. It's from uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Like mm -hmm. um, we met when we were like four, mm -hmm. four or five, and uh, we still hang out together. But uh, during these uh, twenty years, we took different paths, and we didn't. We never really broke this relationship, but there's moments where we didn't talk because we are we had different interests but um, we still went back together and uh, yeah and i think yeah more you more you evolve more your friends will be adapted to the vision of life you have and um, the fact that uh, after high school as sabrina was saying like you get into something you more specialize you will maybe be more with people um, that have the same vision of life, life than you. Maybe, maybe this is why, like my best friend now, I met them like uh, the year after high school. Maybe because we studied the same thing and we were into the same atmosphere. Even if now we we completely took different paths, we still like uh, the group of friends. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like a good. That's like a good point, though. In regards to like, especially when you do have like friends that you been we've been friends with over the years um they see all the changes you go through but then when you meet new people at different stages of your lives like you might they your old friends versus like your newer friends might like see you in like different ways yeah sometimes like, i'm not i'm not the same with people yeah it's not that i change i i don't adapt my personality it's really like something natural uh, it's I know I'm uh, more like uh, funny with some people, more serious with others. And it's funny because when you talk to people, they are very different vision of me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes they think, oh, Chris, she's very shy and everything. And the other one, they are but not at all. She's crazy. <laughs> Chloe's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah, having like people view you in different ways because uh, when you think the way that you develop with the certain people too is really interesting because like your dynamic with them changes you in a certain way and that's really cool mm -hmm. yeah I guess at, at your best it makes you it makes them very understanding of like the stuff you've been through and like all your experiences but at the worst you can have some friends that might think you're one way despite maybe like changing yeah 
So I think there's like, there's definitely like pros and pros and cons to that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then just, just in general for like long friendships, there is that one, um, it's supposedly from a study and it's like, if you've been friends for seven years or more, then you're friends for life. Do you guys believe in that at all? Not necessarily. Okay. Because I've been friends with um, this girl for a long time. But then when we kind of graduated from high uh, from university, she kind of changed in a way. And we started like drifting apart. And now we don't really talk to each other. So I think the seven year seven years of friendship means all like friends for life isn't real, I would say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. I actually um that made me remember a similar experience that I've had too. Except it wasn't the other person that changed. I think it became me who like um understood like what our friendship was and what it meant to me because I felt like um it just didn't seem natural that kind of thing it's like yeah we talked for seven years because like um you know they keep asking you to talk and they keep asking you to hang out but then you think about it like really and it's like oh it doesn't seem like this person really intends to keep me there just to be my friend it feels like this person just wants to keep me around because it's convenient or something like that and then Mm -hmm. after that after that realization I'm like I don't necessarily want to continue being friends with that person, if that makes sense. That's fair. It's like, um, it's like how some people realize they have like friends they party with, but then like the second, like they'll, they'll be friends and they'll have fun, like, you know, late into the night, but then the next morning, it's like, is that someone they want to grab breakfast with? I read somewhere that it works also like for couples, like there is different year of your relationship that uh, are um, like, I don't like, uh, after three years old, after seven years old, or after fourteen years old, these are three main uh, year where something big is gonna happen during the relationship apparently, and this is where I discovered this seven years uh, relationship. Like if you're if you broke up your relationship, whether it's friendship or love, in seven years, it's break up for good, because my um, my friend. She she got divorced after seven years, and she told me these rules like, ah oh, yeah, it was the seven years, the mm-hmm. this like is seven year curse kind of yeah thing. the seven the curse exactly oh man that's so interesting yeah. but it's so interesting that um I feel like the topic like is about friendship but when it comes to these things a a lot of this talk has like moved towards like self growth actually whether it be like you or the other person. And that how that like changes the dynamic of the friendship. Do you think a friendship breakup is harder or a romantic breakup and why? I never broke up. Rather with friends or lovers. Never? Um, I just stopped talking to them. Fair. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on the same boat. Like it's never been like an official it's over. It's either like drift away or like Yeah, you just stop. Because I, I feel like with rom- like romantic relationships, at least, personally, there is an expectation where it's either like a breakup or you get married kind of thing. But with friendship, breakups aren't, were not, like, at least when I was growing up, like, breakup, the breakup element of a friendship wasn't discussed as much. 
as a romantic one. So I felt like when I had moments where I realized like there were people I couldn't be friends with anymore, it felt a lot more difficult to get over because, you know, that it never occurred to me that that could be a thing until it happened to me. In my opinion, it's like, oh, if you break up with your birth- boyfriend or girlfriend, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So you you got to have this emotional support from your friends and they will be there for you in a way. But if you if there's like this friend breakup and, you know, they can know your deepest secrets or maybe they can be um they can they can be friends with your other friends so sometimes sometimes some people can be like i want this other friend to to agree with me and just like stop talking to you in a way and that's kind of toxic i would say that's it's really detrimental when it comes to like a friend group like I think this would apply also like if your um, significant other was like in your friend group as well but like it's so messy when a friend group when you and a friend break up or like in you know break up because it's it really tears the whole group apart and from then on even after you repair the friendship it's never going to be the same or as sad as it is, like one person ends up out of the friend group and the other person yeah. stays in. Yeah, depending. I've seen a lot of those situations and it's it's really painful to see that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a different kind of grief too. And then, yeah, when things overlap with like if a romantic partner is also in the friend group and that's just like a whole other thing as well. Mm-hmm. I yes. remember of a friendship breakup <laughs> oh. and, I, and I was six years old. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Like, it, was, it was my best friend, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, Chloe, this year we are not going to be in the same class, so I think we should not be friends anymore." <gasps> she she broke up like that, and I was so sad. And I remember, and it was I was six, and I still remember. Oh, oh no! I mean, yeah, that's so like, that's so harsh and so. There wasn't even like a, oh, like, we'll try to see each other after school or in recess. It was like, no. Nope. She's like, no, I don't have time for you anymore. <laughs> I'm Six moving on, old. making new friends. Did you at least make better friends in your new class? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. I survived. You survived. Survived it. I, re- I remember the, the, um, during the lunch break, the same day, like uh, the girl that became my other girl, uh, best friend, she came and she asked like, Oh, apparently you are not friends with this girl anymore. Do you want to be my friend? And then again, Aww. Aww, that's really sweet. Uh, what qualities do you have that you think make you a good friend? And what qualities do you still like want to try and work on? I think I'm like decent company because like at my at my best, I'm quite entertaining. At my worst, I might just be a little bit annoying. But like I'll never do something like that detrimental. So I feel like I'm quite like empathetic. Like I'm, I'm sensitive to like other people's needs. Mm-hmm. That's something, maybe. Yeah, I would like to stay more like uh, in touch, as you said before, because yeah. even with my closest friend, we have like this WhatsApp group, and I'm the only one. Like sometimes I show, show and I put an emoji, but I'm not that into the conversation. I'm not into any conversation. Like uh, I'm like okay when there is a question. That's it. Yeah, oh, I feel I can be such garbage at keeping in touch with my friends or like 
just like if we have a big group chat for a trip like i'm not gonna lie i'll usually get like overwhelmed by the organizing so i'll be like okay here's like a, a little thing but then I'm, i usually will stay away from it until like everything's kind of built and established which is terrible but trying to get better at that or when my friends like move away and like go somewhere for a while like i'm not as on top of uh checking in on them as i should be mm-hmm. for sure but when i'm with them like i try to go out of my way to make sure we're doing like fun activities or you know and like and i think in a way to make up for not being in touch to balance yeah i think in my opinion <laughs> people do like to hang out with me because i'm not the type of judging someone if something happened happens to you for example i will try to understand why you reacted this way i would and and that can be good but also bad and something that i'm trying to work on is that sometimes i'm i'm super rational when the person wants me to be more emotional and em- emotional mm. but sometimes i i'm really rational i'm like but you know like you have to understand the other person why like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff um and also another thing that i need to work on is that i really need to um, keep in touch with people because mm-hmm. you have to work on that <laughs> yeah because like i feel bad but in most um group chats with like my friends and if i receive a lot of like messages i tend to mute the conversation oh. yeah <laughs> it doesn't mean i don't like i don't like you i i will eventually read everything but just at the moment i don't like to see a lot of notifications on my phone so that's why i'm muting the conversation <laughs> no, yeah i turn off all the notification especially yeah. because in my uh, whatsapp uh, group class they are talking all the time and uh, like to say one thing they're going to say an hundred an hundred and it's okay There's then like sometimes I go out of work and I have like 300 messages and I'm going to read all of them no. to check if I didn't miss anything, but I don't care. And it was becoming very like a stressful, like uh, all this notification all the time. Mm-hmm. So I turn off every notification. And that wraps up today's discussion about friendship in honor of International Friendship Day. Uh, we are on Spotify and YouTube and Instagram at the CC Zone. So follow us if you haven't yet. And tune in next week when we talk about books. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.